you missed our uh, conversation last week with author Naomi Wolf, we highlighted last week that uh, the feminist liberal author Naomi Wolf uh, suspended from Twitter. Uh, she was somebody that uh, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic has been uh, very critical of uh, the, 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 the phases that we've gone through in the past under George Bush Jr. She highlighted that, uh, you know, the various steps towards fascism uh, and a lot of uh, even conservatives were uh, even the libertarians were kind of highlighting Naomi Wolf's work back then 15 years ago as uh, something that we needed to kind of look at as a bellwether of where we could be heading. And here we are now, two years after covid 19 emergency has continued and is perpetual it seems with uh, you know governors across the country including here in Illinois uh, continuing COVID-19 emergency declarations into yet another month uh, here what this makes it uh, 26 months now if uh, if I'm not mistaken uh, so we've seen of course all of that and the the big tech flip-flops about faces on a whole host of different issues from masking to uh, you know the 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 last leak theory uh, to, to vaccinations and so on a uh, whole host of things going on here into this cauldron of you know how we get our information uh, are we really free to criticize and to ask questions uh, are we really free to express and and put out different types of information that does not go with the establishment narrative uh, and I think that you know a lot of people last week you know Monday was was huge Elon Musk the announcement that he's gonna ultimately buy Twitter though that deals not done yet. A lot of people celebrated that. Uh, and even some voices that hadn't been heard on Twitter for quite some time reemerged. But we still have people who are being suspended and silenced on that uh, on that platform. Uh, one of them joining me now here is uh, somebody who uses the, the Twitter handle uh, Emma Woodhouse, but uh, her name's Jessica Hockett, and she joins us now on WMAY. Why? Because over the weekend, I saw an outpour of support uh, saying that uh, Emma Woodhouse needs to be reinstated on Twitter. So uh, Jessica joins us now. Jessica, thanks for taking time with us. And uh, I guess just let's start here and tell us about um, why you chose to use the Twitter handle Emma Woodhouse. Oh, great. Great question. You know, I'm a huge Jane Austen fan. And back in uh, May 2020, I had I had deleted my uh, a Twitter account under my my re my real name that I used for a different purpose, and I was like, okay, I'm done with Twitter. Now that this COVID thing is happening, you know, my kids were home, all of that. But then when things kind of started to not add up with what was going on with COVID, I'm like, I got to get back on Twitter because Twitter always knows what's going <laughs> going on. So I just chose Emma Emma Woodhouse, a Jane Austen character, just so people wouldn't kind of find find me, you know, who had kind of followed me in my other account. I just wanted some some anonymity. I never expected the account to grow to 32,000 followers or, or whatever it was at um, until this weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the story. <laughs> yeah, and until this weekend, uh, you had uh, been posting a lot of things, tagging media, um, myself included, uh, asking substantial questions uh, about data, about uh, statistics, about studies, uh, even delving into you know the, the 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 amount of testing that's been done in Chicago public schools, even still to this day. So, it, it kind of give us an overview of the sorts of things that you were posting on Twitter with screenshots of data sets and so on. Sure. Yeah. This weekend, Saturday morning before my permanent suspension, um, I was tweeting about um, a, a study. 
that came from the Chicago Department of Public Health and IDPH um, about the first person-to-person transmission um, or first known person-to-person transmission of SARS-CoV-2 in, in January 2020. And I just, I, I have some questions about that study. I, I don't actually think that it is a, an example of person-to-person transmission. It's a husband and a wife. Um, and I've written to the editors of the journal about it and asked them to, to look at the study. So I, I tweeted about that. Um, I tweeted at the, the, the governor and about the governor and the power that he doesn't have. I mean, I'm always kind of talking about that. Um, I tweeted some data from the CDC about skilled nursing home facilities in Illinois uh, from January 2021 to, I think the graph goes to July 2021, that shows that the majority um, of the cases in nursing homes had been uh, among fully vaccinated, partially and fully vaccinated people, not among um, residents, not among uh, unvaccinated. So that's kind of interesting. And then, yeah, Chicago Public Schools continues to break the law by um, requiring unvaccinated athletes to test weekly as a condition of participating in sports. And so I had a, a tweet about that. I mean, I think I tweeted some other things too, um, but that those were kind of some main main topics that I was tweeting about that morning. We're talking with uh, Jessica Hockett. She uh, tweets under the account name Emma Woodhouse, but that account has been suspended. And actually, you've been told that you can't create other accounts uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. This is a permanent suspension. I, I was surprised. I I got the, the notice Saturday afternoon, and I couldn't access my account. They said, your account has been permanently suspended, and send, sent me the, the notices. And I was like, wow, like, what what's, what's this about? And at first, I didn't see that simultaneous to that notice. They had also sent me a, your account is locked because of this tweet. Uh, notice uh, those, those those notices got sent simul- simultaneously, which is probably because they have jailed what I would call t- Twitter jailed me before three times, um, and so I, I suspect that like with this fourth you know alleged violation um, of this tweet that that was flagged that it triggered the okay permanent suspension you're gone algorithm. Um, so that, I think that's why the, the the messages were sent to me at at once, but. Um, yeah, it's funny because the, the tweet, which I'll post, I'm, I, I have a substack, woodhouse.substack.com, and I'll, I'll post the tweet there. It's kind of complicated to explain on air, but it's funny because the tweet is from um, nine days ago, well, 10 days ago now. Um, so I don't know why all of a sudden it got flagged as something that was a violation of the COVID-19 misinformation policy on April 30th. It's the sort of bizarre. Usually they flag you the day of. Not, not. Well, I tell you, I've, I've even seen people on Facebook uh, taking screenshots of Facebook, you know, last week, going back to like 2017 in photos that they posted saying this, you know, causes potential issues or they're flagging this. And they're just now getting a notification about that. So, yeah, that's kind of fascinating. Uh, Jessica Hockett uh, tweeting under the account uh, Emma Woodhouse. And we definitely do want to get that Substack out there again so people could see some of the work that you do. Um, but, you know, I'm sure people are listening, asking what, what qualifications you have have um you've shared with us you've got kids who were home at the beginning of covid what other qualifications do you have to to delve into these things do you have a, a oh. like a media background or uh, kind of uh, yeah. tell us about that that no that's that's a great question i mean i i have a phd in educational psychology from the university of virginia for 20 years i was in education um 
five of them as a teacher, but 15, I was um, really a, a consultant working in, in schools. I would do presentations for teachers um, in, within my areas of expert expertise, build teacher capacity. I did a lot of program evaluation. I did some work for different different state departments. So I was an I I would just say I was an education consultant, but um, you know, somebody with a PhD in a, in a social science, I have a you know I have to, had to have a stats stats training, you know, and in, in data and data analysis. But um, and you know that's the thing, COVID data is not really that hard. <laughs> it's more like high school math, really, than than anything else. But I'm just you know I'm I'm a critical critical thinker, critical reader, and um, yeah, I mean I'm not a virologist, I'm not an epidemiologist, but I've never claimed to be. I'm I'm, I'm pretty upfront about who I who I am and what my my background and, and training is. And you know people can take or leave my ideas or just you know, engage with the content, right? And that's the beauty of uh, free speech and the free press is anybody can take part in that. Uh, We're talking again with Jessica Hockett. Uh, Emma Woodhouse is the Twitter account that was suspended over the weekend. Uh, And of course, the the, the Substack, we'll get that out here in a moment. But real quick, this is is the final question. Uh, Distill it down uh, the best you can as to what you see happening here, especially now that you've been on the opposite end of Twitter censorship. We've got this, you know, uh, disinformation government board, the Biden administration, this is the tip of the iceberg of other things they've been doing through DHS and other agencies, but uh, distill this down for us. Where are we at in, in the the freedom index, <laughs> right, on being able to talk about these things that are impacting our daily lives and did severely impact our daily lives for the past two years? Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk has not come in and, and saved the day necessar- necessarily. I think we're still in kind of a state of it doesn't feel as dark as it did at one point on Twitter with the with the censorship, but it, it really feels like it's the last days or something of Enron with employees shredding shredding papers or, or something, right? Where um, it just feels, or with me, it just feels like this desperate a, a, attempt to to silence people before the new the new sheriff or the new boss takes takes over so i'm 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 fascinated by it but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens, see what happens. Jessica, for the better. yeah jessica tell us the uh, the Substack again where people can get more of your information because that apparently is a, a place that is not going to be censored a lot of even you know, know. long time <laughs> established journalists are getting away from social media uh because of the censorship and they're going to places like Substack. so give us that uh, website again yeah, as free speech is like water, right? It finds a way out. So I'm at woodhouse.substack.com. And I'll probably post today and show people what the tweet was that was flagged and, and, and give give more information about that. So Great. Woodhouse.substack.com. Correct. Awesome. Emma, uh, Emma, Jessica, thank you so much for taking time with us. And uh, <laughs> let's talk again soon, all right? I appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, take care. Thank you.